Welcome to This Week in Lotus. The weekly roundtable discussion of all things social, collaboration, technology and community. Here's your host, Stuart McIntyre. This Week in Lotus, episode 17A for Friday 10th September 2010. Six go mad in Amsterdam. Hello and welcome to a special episode of This Week in Lotus. Along with many of the biggest names in the Lotus community, I spent the back end of this last week in the lovely city of Amsterdam in the Netherlands for NL Lug. During the second morning of the conference, a few of us sneaked into an unused meeting room, which just happened to have the best coffee machine in the place, crowded round a table with Chris Miller's podcast recorder, and spent just over an hour chatting through the issues of the day. We had a great time together, as you'll probably be able to tell. I just hope you enjoy the experience as much as we did. Oh, and if you missed Darren's dulcet tones, he'll be back for a more normal episode next week. I hope you enjoy. This episode 17A is a republished version of episode 17. We've managed to dramatically improve the quality of the audio, so hopefully this one should be much easier to listen to. Guess what? what? We're live with This Week in Lotus. So welcome to another episode of This Week in Lotus. I'm Stuart McIntyre and we're joined here today live in Amsterdam at NL Lug by a number of really key people around the Lotus community. First up we have Chris Miller. Hi there Chris. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. And Paul Mooney. Hello there. Mary Beth Raven. Greetings. Bill Buchan. Hello. And Suzanne Livingston. Hello. Hey, great to have you all here today. Uh, Darren Duke is uh, crying off this week since he's not in Amsterdam. Uh, it's about 4 a.m. wherever he is. That's so it might be a little bit more chaotic than sometimes our episodes are, but that's all to the good. So we're here at um, Netherlands Love and I Love in Amsterdam. It's been a great event. Um, so how about um, Mary Beth? Maybe you could start. How have you found Netherlands so far? Oh, this is my uh, first event in the Netherlands, and it has been fabulous. The attendance has been really good. Um, Suzanne and I were a little bit late arriving the first day because we were flying in from Finland, but more on that later. Um, but it was great because was this is fun. the first keynote I've ever been to that was actually held in a football stadium. And that was really cool. And it kind of got everybody excited and off to a very kind of upbeat start. And my session was full. Some of the other sessions look like they've been packed. And we had a great nerd girl session even, so it's been great. Yeah, the nerd girl session was pretty cool. That was my first time participating. I know, Mary Beth, you've done it before, but it was actually really nice to meet some of the other women in technology that was from this area, which is very rare. We really you know, don't get the opportunity to do that too much. Excellent. Good. And what was the attendance like at the nerd girl session? Did you get a good, good full room? There was some. There was a good number of women. There were a good number of men. So, Excellent. And they were participating as well, so we were happy yes. to hear that. <laughs> Wonderful. And Bill, how have you found it? You enjoyed it? It's it's a really well run, really professional Slate conference. You guys have really done a good job. Uh, what it means is poor Mr. Mooney over there and Mr. Warren Ellsmore are really gonna have to work hard. To, to, to even come close to it. It's a fantastic event. That was one of my tweets yesterday, I think. You can't really beat sitting in Amsterdam IX football stadium looking out over the pitch no. for the keynote. No, no, yeah. no. They, 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 uh, they, they've upped the game again. Oh, yeah. And it's, uh, I've, I've been to pay for conferences, not run as well or looking mm. as good at this, and this conference is free. It's about pay for sponsors. So that's that's phenomenal. And really. a lot of sponsors. What, yeah. 16 sponsors? Yeah. They, they, these guys all pull together really well. It's a great example of cooperation. You know, like business partners who compete against each other realizing if we all do this together, we're all in the same area. There's the same market. But let's just pool our resources and hold one huge, well-recognized event and bring people over like Miller. You know, and... Throw me out under the bus. And bring people over from all over the world, Suzanne, Mary Beth, and, and show the entire user base in one go a real slick conference. Mm. And they, they, they put away their competition for the week. I, I think that's great. Yeah, I love seeing that. Yeah. I, there's, there's a lot of business partners in the uh, UK that do operate like that. There's some that don't, mm. you know, and it's great to see all these 
seeing the greater build type of thing. It's That's right. And they've got this program over in the Netherlands, I'm not sure how many people were, but called Lotus Loves People, which is the business part that's coming together, about 20 of them pooling their resources, IBM throwing in some money, and you know, it's, it's clearly that this, this conference is a great example of what they're doing over here. So, um, Bill and Paul, I think you got here through a slightly unusual route. Paul, do you want to, or Bill, how about you start? How did well, you um, Mr. Moody uh, called up a few months ago and said, hey, how do you fancy a bike ride to Amsterdam? I'm like, hey, that's a great idea. I need to take a few weeks, uh, a few days of work. I've not had a big run this year. Why not? It's fantastic. So we, you know, paid for the ferry and get it all signed up. And then he mentioned, oh yeah, I'm going across to NL though. You better do some speaking. Because I really <laughs> owed them a session from like years ago and I feel really bad about it. So... So yeah, um, I got suckered into coming along and did a really good session, I think. Everyone stayed awake. Um, so yeah, we, we came on the bike. So we each did about 250 miles uh, to get to Newcastle um, in the rain. It was wet. Can you imagine sitting on a, on a, on a chair wearing normal clothes and being fire hosed down for eight hours? That's how it felt. I took a centimetre of water out of my boot. <laughs> my gloves still haven't dry three days later. It's just, everything smells damp. It's just, it's a horrible smell, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I managed to set fire to one of my gloves. By <laughs> uh, using the hairdryer, trying to dry the thing. Out. It actually went in for too long, too hot, and smoke starts coming out the back. I don't know. But it, was a good, it, was, it was one of these runs where you think you're glad you did it because nothing could ever be that bad ever again hopefully let's hope it's dry for you coming through a hurricane I mean the winds were awesome it was awful there's that's photos on my website of just how bad it was yeah so it's but it's good fun I was very impressed with Mr Mooney because obviously he's kind of new to biking and, and he was a better rider than I was he yeah. was far more prepared because I, I didn't have waterproof trousers on <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and uh, Chris, earlier on this year, you uh, ran or certainly helped to run I Am Luck. Yep. Uh, so how does this event compare to, to the event? Ours was much better, much better. <laughs> uh, overall, just so you all know, ours is much better. Oh, and if you all want to tweet, uh, we'll, we're broadcasting this live. So Excellent. if you all want to tweet this, uh, idnotes.com slash live, we're going to why, actually... Why uh, is the camera pointing at me? Well, because you were talking last. I'm I was trying to get it to Stop messing around. <laughs> Brilliant. And um, Suzanne and Mary Beth, you've come here, again, via a slightly circuitous route. Uh, Suzanne, perhaps you can tell us, you've been to a couple of these group events before you got here? I have been. I've been on the road for two and a half weeks now. So I am. this is my last of the events, but I was invited to speak at the Domino Point event, which was... You probably haven't even heard of this place. It's called Folgaria, and it's in the Northeast Mountains in Italy, which was unbelievable. It was fantastic. So I tacked on some vacation before that, and my husband came over. It was a wonderful event. A lot of it was in Italian, and my Italian is terrible, so I understood very little. But there were a few English sessions, and they had a very social theme as well. And then I noticed uh, in this this particular event in Enelug and also in Finland, which is where Mary Beth met up with me after Italy, it was also a very social theme. And there we had, uh, you know, basically a theme around enterprise social software. And that was a very interesting event. So the one in Finland was a Cuban beach theme. And they actually right. had sand all over the floor and in beach chairs that people sat in. And everyone who came in the front door had to take their shoes and socks off and put flip-flops on. They had yellow. yellow. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've taken our yellow ones home with us. And then um, there was Cuban dancing and Cuban food. I didn't even realize I was in Finland. So, you know, these have been very creative events. I like the food there. What did you think, Mary Beth? Um, well, I thought that the um, Phylog, or they called it both Phylog for Finland Lotus right. User Group and Lotus Technical Forum, they combined it into a two-day event. Uh, the first day was mainly app dev kind of admin stuff, and the second day was more business-oriented. But both days appeared to be quite well attended. People liked to stay and chat. And for me, it was my first time in Finland, first time getting to meet some of the Finnish customers and the Finnish uh, business partners, and, and that was great. And so the fact that in the span of a week, there was the Domino Point Deep Dive Lotus User Group event in Italy on the weekend, followed hot on the heels by the Finnish Lotus User Group, followed by the very next day, Suzanne and I had to get up at four in the morning to get the plane on time to get to NLLog, all in the space of the week to have three Lotus User Groups going on in Europe, I think is a really exciting thing. Sorry, just sorry, do you want sympathy? You were dry getting on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you were dry getting off the plane. We were dry coming here. 4.30 a.m. Yeah, yeah, sorry. The world's smallest violin plays for you. <laughs> I think it's just tremendous that we're seeing this resurgence in these group events around Europe and also that people are being so creative the way they're organising them. Mm-hmm. And that brings us on to yet another use group, group event which is coming up later this year in uh, Belfast, I believe, Paul. Yeah, um, I log us back. Uh, it's the sixth one now. It kicked off six, six, seven years ago with a half-day event with about 40 people in um, Dublin. And it grew year on year. And, and from the point of time many years ago where people saying there's no events, there's no events. And I have customers going, there's nothing in with Lotus in Europe. Nobody cares about Lotus in Europe. To a point now where excluding the summer months, there's an event every week. There's an event somewhere every week, and in November, um, the Irish Lotus User Group event kicks off for a change in Northern Ireland, in Belfast, just because everybody's been to Dublin so many times that goes to this event. And it's a three-day technical conference with some of the best speakers I've come across. It's like the entire Lotusphere best practices track speaker bunch are going to turn up in Ireland and present sessions. And it's November. It will be cold, it will be wet, but it will be some good fun and some good plans for people. It's in a, a nice part of Belfast, there's some nice, uh, we're going to arrange some tours, we're going to arrange some special surprises for people there, but there's a, a lot of good things uh, planned for that. For Excellent. And are there still spaces if people want to register? There are still spaces. If you go to ilove2010.org, you can still register to attend the event. And what we always say with every event is, if you are registered and you can't go, just sign back into the event and cancel it so that we can give the seat to someone else. Otherwise, I send Bill to you and he'll sit on you. So that, that, that's just not pleasant for anybody. Yes. But um, like the speaker list, I'm just looking on the site as we speak. It's it's phenomenal. We've got Alistair Rene giving the keynote. Um, Ed Brill. The Ed Brill, isn't it now? The Ed Brill. T-E-B coming over. We have Suzanne who's coming over to present. Mary Beth. Uh, Bill's turning up, even though we banned them. Yeah. Um, Miller, Gab Davis, uh, Frank Doherty, um, Eileen Fitzgerald is presenting. Uh, John Head's coming over. Uh, Maureen Leland's coming over. Jamie McGee is coming over. Um, I'm just Rob Novak is going to present and give away free booze again, again as he does for everyone that he goes to his awesome. session gets free beer. Well, last um, time was free whiskey, of course. Thomas Ban is presenting a, a brilliant European presenter as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bob Balaban is coming over. Kathy Brown's coming over. It, the list just keeps getting better and better. Um, and all these people come over on uh, you know on their own time, either paying for it themselves to meet up with everyone else. It's two months before Lotusphere, so it's as good a time as any to actually go to an event and get some hints and tips to what's coming on a little later on. So it's post Lola pre Lotusphere type of event. So. Uh, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to doing it again. And a new venue is nice, and it's in the hotel. I believe the hotel is completely booked out okay. at this stage. But there are alternative hotels nearby, and we'll be posting lists. Can, can I point out that you actually used the hotel? Yeah. You had a dry run event in that hotel this year. I think it was called Your Wedding. <laughs> yeah, I know how to get there now. Actually, yeah. that worked out quite well. Uh, yeah, I got married in that uh, the same hotel um, in May, so um, they know me at this stage. But, it, but they, I, you know, I just use it just to try out the venue, make sure that the staff were good yeah. for either. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I, I'm a giver. I that was the most tweeted wedding ever, I think. <laughs> I, uh, I, I didn't even have to ask people how they got on, I just looked at my iPhone. Well, the difficulty is, I was there and he's so short it was quite difficult to see. You know, kept escaping from the, the things off the top of the key. Uh, for anyone bored, if they uh, look at, uh, go to YouTube and just search under Bill Paul Wedding, which is kind of weird, um, you'll, find, you'll, Who got married here? you'll find out what happened when Bill took the microphone at my wedding oh, no. and uh, said a few short words. <laughs> and uh, along with everybody else made a complete arse out of me so uh, it, was, it was good though it was good. <laughs> superb so moving on uh, we have Suzanne in the audience or in the panel uh, yeah, yes. so, in the come audience. on down <laughs> I'll stamp your foot so it's a great opportunity to talk about Connections 3A which is coming fairly soon I think Suzanne thank you yes we're actually really excited because we're we're in the phase now where you, you're probably familiar with this with, with all of our products, but we're in the phase where we've kind of wrapped up development and we're going through testing and we're going through the last stages and we're starting to use the product in its 3.0 form and we're getting people who are so excited about it and waiting for it to come out. Uh, if you want to take a look at it, you can go on greenhouse.lotus.com. Greenhouse is the first area that actually published 
what we're doing with Connections 3.0 publicly. And so you can check out all the new social analytics work that we've put in, which we talked about at Lotusphere. You'll see that for recommendations of people to connect to your network. You'll see recommendations of content within the greenhouse that might be relevant to you just simply because you commented on someone's blog or you joined the community. And you'll see all of those in your homepage and your communities and even in your profiles. You'll also check out the new look and feel. So the design actually has undergone some significant improvements and we think it's going to match up really well with what people expect from having the more streamlined navigation, having a cleaner look and feel, and also integration with other products. So I'm actually going to be doing my session later today on a demo showing some of the items in the greenhouse, but also some of the items that haven't gotten on there yet. And I've been getting great feedback, so I'm looking forward to hearing what other people think about it. Great. I did a session on connections yesterday as well in terms of some of the more technical sort of deep dive on it. And again, there was um, a really good attendance for that. Uh, lots of people very interested in the new features. Um, I- I'm interested in, in the new um, layout and menus and so on. It, it, that's quite a big change for Lotus, isn't it? Maybe, maybe, maybe Mary Beth can jump in here. Is, is that you go into the drop down menus? Is that something we might see in? other elements of the One UI? Um, well, I can't make any promises for sure. We are certainly investigating several design options right now, but one of the things we have to grapple with is, right, compared to installed applications that have a traditional menu bar kind of thing, you know, we don't have that with web apps, but our products are getting more and more feature-rich. You know, you can Connections 3.0 has a lot of new capabilities, and so how do we make those capabilities available to the user without having 72 links along the top to let you know what each of these new capabilities is? Um, so this is one of the ideas we're trying out. Um, we have others that may or may not get into various betas. Um, certainly continue to watch the uh, www notesdesignblog.com and the sync.rono.us blog. Um, <laughs> Maybe it's time for a new blog name. <laughs> well, I don't I mean, synchronous sounds great, except everybody I talk to kind of always says, I forget where to put the dots, and then it takes me a while to find the blog. Um, but we do put out ideas to get feedback, both about connections and notes. And even though the, the blog, Notes Design Blog, has primarily been about notes, you know, we're, we're integrating the products more and more together. So a lot of the things that I've been blogging about um, are more and more about product integration points mm-hmm. and things like that, in addition to stuff that's meant traditionally about notes. Uh, so do keep an eye on that blog as well, because I'll probably be asking more and more stuff about integration points. In fact, Mary Beth is doing a session today on yes. connectors specifically, and she's talking a lot about the social software connectors. So you're right. going to see a lot of pollination across the different teams. Uh, different elements that are, are common across our products, integration being one of them, the U- UI being another, um, support for different platforms being another, and we're definitely having feeling that more and more. Right. And in the social software space, it seems to be becoming ever more competitive. You know, Cisco have kind of jumped in this year, haven't they? What's I been doing to kind of keep ahead of social text and jive and, and all those people? I mean, are you having to raise your game to stay ahead? Well, it's funny, uh, you know, a lot of these companies are just starting to produce platforms that are gaining attention. So when you look at the press that they're putting out there, it's introductions of technology that we've really had for several years. And I, I often prod this when I go to competitive sessions, no one seems to have the level of investment in research that we do. And as you probably may know I came from research. And so the components that are part of Connection, some of those were actually research projects that we found to be extremely valuable. We, ve- we very much rely and work very closely with the research organization to help test out uh, what are some of those new trends on the consumer side. Do they have any significance to enterprises? And is it worth our customers having to deploy a new feature just because it's simply something that we see on consumer web doesn't necessarily mean it's going to have an impact on our enterprises. And so, you know, even looking at some of the technologies coming out in 2010, 2011 from our competitors, they are are often viewed as a preliminary or a first pass at real social sites, like real a first pass at a wiki or a first pass at blogs, where we've kind of felt like we've had these technologies and they've gotten hardened over the years. So our, you know, our relationship with research has been really helpful in terms of keeping us at the forefront. In fact, IDC, it's just posted this about a month or two ago, that we are the number one enterprise social software platform. Excellent. Hands down. And if you look at the numbers behind that, the next person down or the next company down is actually significantly lower. 
uh, and they all kind of fall within a, a very small space of each other. So we were happy to see that as well as, you know, Forrester and even others have mentioned that we kind of stay at the forefront in terms of our functionality. Okay. Super. And, and Chris, you're, you're very well known for being heavily into the social web kind of space and the consumer and social software. Is, is enterprise social software catching up with the consumer web or do you see there will always be a lag between what consumers and we in our sort of home lives and outside work lives can do on the web versus what users can expect to do in their companies? Ow, I just got punched by Suzanne. Um, okay. <laughs> you can go for the appropriate answer. There's a big, di- there's a big difference and a big gap is the demands and the needs of the software for the consumer is totally different. Unfortunately, the blending of what they want to do inside is missing. So there's a lot of things that we could do on the enterprise side that could bring in some of the social website from the outside. Yeah, that's the wrong URL. Sorry, Paul, show me the screen out here. I just changed it. Um, sorry, we, we, got to, we got sidetracked. The deal is... I would like to see a lot of the features you find in the social web and the speed at which they're deployed inside the enterprise, but it's not going to happen. And plus, even if Suzanne's team, let's say, made point release changes with new features every three months, there's no way the enterprises could adopt it fast enough. Some of the software doesn't allow that type of fast adoption. Some of it, the users wouldn't be trained, quote, trained, even though they're doing that exact type of self-training at home on their own software. Once they hit the enterprise, they they feel like they can't do it or the enterprise feels that they're not quick enough to do it. So, what, 500 million users on Facebook alone and we're afraid to give a social stream inside uh, from the outside world inside of our own products internally and bring in that data. There's a lot of good technical data could be brought in that isn't being brought in. So, yes, they're behind. Yes, the security models are different. But I think a lot of the features could be rolled in a little bit quicker. But the enterprises may not adopt. Okay, so in the coming years, we'll see more convergence and integration. Well, there's a big catch with that. Look at what they just did with uh, Gist, right? So Gist writes a plugin for Lotus. The deal is, is that it actually then reads your local contacts and tries to merge it in, which then could also be merged. They won't bring them down, but merge to their interface with your Gmail contacts, your Yahoo contacts, uh, what you export from LinkedIn and all the others. Well, that's a problem. Because now I'm taking business information, publishing it somewhere else on the web, and shared, and that's the biggest fear, right? Is does it go somewhere else? So I think it's going to be a, a long time before enterprises are comfortable enough. And then you look at Vulcan, which is this social stream idea, and where exactly will that fit into the model? And I expect that if I'm running an interface like what they've been showing and demoing, which Ed did, so it's not like a secret, he did it at IMLUG, that I'll be able to grab any type of social widget I want and just toss it in there, and that's part of my desktop. It doesn't interfere with my enterprise work, but I'm then able to blend everything into one interface. Sure, it's security and policy, but whatever, but I have options. Okay. Sounds really exciting. A couple of years coming up in terms of how that all goes on. Um, one of the big news stories of last week that we covered was the Notes 852 SMTP bug, which I think was due to be fixed this week. Do anybody know if that fix is now available? Yes, it came up two days ago. Uh, downloaded it, installed it, and used it in the demo yesterday when uh, was Sean Deos. I blog it, it replaces two files, but the IF1, which is Hotfix 16, specifically relates to the techno with the SMTP issue, so that's the fix for it. Okay. So uh, now I haven't tested it in the wild yet because we've been here, but I'd be very confident that it fixes it because they took a lot of flack. So um, I'd be, say, you know, a five two is a good solid build, which I wouldn't touch in production until this was fixed. And now this is fixed; it's a good solid build. So, it's yeah. so you'd be happy to go ahead and install this on a custom site without waiting to say fix pack one. Um, yeah. Well, if I, to me, eight five two is is essentially a fix pack in itself over the problems in eight five one, and with a few extra features, which I wish they would stop doing and just fix everything that's in the product without adding more features all the time. Sorry, Mary Bell. <laughs> um, but it, it it's a good build. It's a solid build. Um, the client's nicer, the client's faster, the preload stuff works really well, yeah. and that takes a lot of trouble away from us deploying it on sites. The server is solid, so it's worked good for me, and the, you know, the eight, eight, even the 851, like fixed pack servers work good, and 852 is nice, so I have no problem deploying that as a build. Right. And Bill, from a development point of view, have you done much development on 852 yet, or are you still limited to previous versions? There are, there are interesting things happening. Um, there's a little bit of controversy, and there's interesting, ha- interesting things happening. 
Firstly, in 8.5.1, there's a new C API that allows you to control the out-of-office message stuff. And it actually is a really well-written, really well-thought-out API. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and it allows you programmatically to set people's out-of-office agent on or off on remote servers, regardless of the version of the template or the version of the server they're running. If it's 8.5.2, then it'll switch the router out-of-office task on, all that sort of malarkey. However, for, for whatever reason, and I don't know the reason, uh, the 8.5.1 Note C API programming guide was never released, so nobody ever got view of those APIs. But The View published a fantastic article on how to use the APIs this month, and I would recommend anyone uh, to, to go and subscribe to The View and download it. It's an extremely good article. Um, so all of a sudden, in 8.5.1 and above, we can start playing with out-of-office messages. Now, the other big news in 8.5.2 from a development point of view is that we now have got three or four new APIs for ID Vault. Yeah. Now, what that means is, if you go off and create user IDs, you can actually drop those IDs into the right vault for that person. In other words, uh, you don't have to go around with the guy's ID file for the first time. It's great. Fantastic. We've finally got that level of integration that we really need. Um, so we're all kind of waiting on the Note C API uh, reference coming out in the next two or three weeks. I believe it is coming out in the next two or three weeks. Maybe somebody can confirm that later. So. Uh, from a development point of view, what we're seeing is is these interfaces we've been crying out for years are finally being released. It's a fantastic thing. Uh, we're still waiting on a decent calendar API uh, that was promised a few years ago at Lutosphere. It, this camera shot looks like you have a big giant bottle of vodka in front of you as well. Speak clearly, comrade. And uh, yeah, so um, from a development point of view, all that stuff is coming together. It's looking really good. Um, on my hedsl.com website, um, I have a download of a database which I've called LS2CPI in honor of Normans who runs the LS2CPI.com site. Now, if you're a CDS Domino developer and you want access to these CAPIs but you don't want to actually write C code, then you can call it from LotusScript. Now, Normans actually wrote a book on this and I highly recommend it. It's a fantastic book, recommended text. Go get the book. I've stolen all these really good ideas. I've stood in the shoulders of giants, if you like. And I've built a database that basically allows you to define all these CEPI calls and then run them on a multi-platform basis. So you can run the same code on the Mac, on the Windows 32, 64-bit platforms, on AIX, even on Z series. However, there's a big hole, and I'm pleading to anyone with Lotus who's listening to this, especially you, Brent Peters. You um, <laughs> might be watching now. Who might be watching you now? Hi, Brent. I doubt he's probably still in bed, let's face it. Um, he's a sensible chap. So um, basically, we can't do some API calls on the ICs. Now, the ICs, um, you know, it, it, people claim it's not a popular platform, but we know people who run tens of thousands of users on ICs. That's an amazingly stable platform. Um, one person we know who runs a very large tens of thousands user site in the ICs, he's never seen a Domino server crash on ICs. Until I came along, ran some test code and blew up 14 times in a minute. <laughs> the ICDs itself did something really unusual. It froze all the processes and then called back to IBM saying, help, help, I'm being amused. So that was amazing. This is why you pay big money for ICDs, because they're very, very you know, fault tolerant. I have so, a mental image of you using a computer. I just want to point that out. It's, it's, not, it's not pretty. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a horrible site. It was a big computer as well. Um, so basically, yeah, lots of exciting stuff. Uh, the, the, the long rambling ls2cpi.com uh, reference is there to say that the, the version of the ls2cpi database I'm working on right now will have the out of office and the uh, ID vault calls in it in the next three or four weeks. So, you know, people, if you want that, uh, I'm going to do some of the heavy lifting on that, uh, get some test code out there. So, yeah, we, we, we've got some really cool stuff. Please, please, please tell your boss start to rotate five to as quickly as possible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when does, when does ND7 run out of service now? Uh, 30th of April next year. 30th of April next year, yeah. So, you know, less than a year on ND7, really get your ass in gear. Go up to 852. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Bill. And we'll have some of those links in our show notes that Bill's mentioned. Hey, Beth, you've been presenting on 852 at all these years, haven't you? So, what's the feedback yes. been from the people that have been in those sessions with you? Um, pretty good. Now, indeed, 852 is, is, is a fixed pack, but a little bit more than a fixed pack. And indeed, in 851 and 852, we have added more new features than we have generally in the things. And, and, I, and I understand that for some admins, and they, they would prefer for us to just focus on, on fixing things um, that are broken. Um, 
<laughs> on the other Funny hand, enough, it is. <laughs> that's, that's, so, that's so strange. I, I must be. Well, so we have fixed horrible. many things. Yeah. Uh, one of the things, depending on whether you call it a new feature or not, is uh, we we introduced the idea of recent contacts as a way to inform your type ahead back in in Notes eight, and some people loved it and some people didn't love it. And by default, the way we would calculate your recent contacts was people you sent mail to and everybody who sent mail to you. And a lot of people mentioned that they have annoying, bothersome people who send them mail that they do not want to be counted in their recent contacts. Yeah. So whether you considered a new feature or a fix, one of the things now in 852 is a preference for setting how do you, does your recent contacts get calculated. And you can choose it's just people that I send mail to. Uh, it does or does not include people on the CC or BCC list, and it does or does not include people who send mail to me. So that is one of the new things that I'm hoping will make the uh, type ahead stuff a lot more easy to use and, and um, exciting to some of our users. Excellent. That to me is a fix. That's not a feature. Sorry. Okay, so so there, we concentrated on fixing something that... <laughs> <laughs> that told you for would, would you like this hat now, or you need to take it away to eat? <laughs> Admins never like new things. They I, get confused. I, 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 it's, it's a long-time argument, and I've, I've had the same discussion with Mary Beth. Admins do like good things, as long as they you can implement them without risk to your service. Right. And um, features have come out... And Lotus keep throwing in all these new things and these new hooks, and with live, um, like they're throwing even more things and more hooks. And I, I love that's great. Just make sure they work. Mm -hmm. Just put them in and make sure that they go in stable. I, I would be totally, and I put this on record, hands down, in favor of eight five two being the final release for twelve months. And they just go right. We are now going to do a twelve month bug fix. But then there's people like the me, Paul, who are always yeah. saying to IBM, you need to be innovating more quickly and to be releasing more features to keep up with the consumer web that we mentioned today already and to keep up with, with some, you know, Gmail, for example. Yeah. You well, know, it, well, maybe it, I'm yeah. focusing on the notes client as opposed to the connections mm -hmm. interface. Well, but, you know. then let's make, let's make the complaint. We had this conversation <laughs> earlier today, didn't we, young lady? Uh, the simple... Thank you, Sam, for pointing the camera at me as I sit in the window. The, there is no way to roll those new features out to the users because the framework doesn't allow it. You cannot take a UI change and simply roll out an incremental, well, no, an incremental update, even though it's in the Eclipse. If you go into your properties of the update, it's, you can't do it. Mm -hmm. You're always doing full updates. There is no site update for the Notes client. So I'd love to see a new feature every month or a fix every month, but to everyone else, that's a full repackage, a full smart upgrade, a full rollout, a full testing. There's no, uh, like you do now when you get on your, we'll hold it up, on the Android phone, when an update comes out, just comes out. It uh, just comes out. You click a button if you want manual or it's automatic and it updates and you're done. The notes client can't do that. So while I'd love to see that, I, the customers would go nuts. Right now trying to roll out a new feature every three months. How long is it between upgrades for you now? Think about it. Yeah. Uh, a year for some of your customers? you got to tie in the user base. In, I, I don't mean this in a bad way. In the real world, these big monolithic companies with thousands of users who are running 7 or running 802 and... They don't, they don't bring out the latest and greatest. They don't go with the latest and greatest, but they do want to go with a build that's solid and the features that are there work and it's quick to install and it's quick to use and performs. And that's where bringing out something great to a user, a brand new feature is new and shiny and wonderful, fantastic. But if you bring it out broken, they'll never use it again. You know, they won't like it. They'll say, oh, it's crashed my notes card. And it's another reason my note sucks. <laughs> and Susanna's throwing a teddy bear on me. I think. No, it's like, I, it's, the, there's a bear in here. It's like a father Ted, Ted thing. This one's small, this one's far away. <laughs> okay, but personally, I... <laughs> 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 Holy moly. Just grab the camera. Okay, everyone shut up now. Susanna wants to speak. There is always a balance. And this is the this is the, the bane of a product manager. You have to put in things that are good for your admins and for making sure they're stable. You have to put in things that are good to keep your users interested. You have to put things in your product that are good from a competitive standpoint. You have to keep moving the market forward. So you have to be balanced in but all of these you things. Have a different, you, do, you have a different issue. Yeah, don't, even play, don't even play with the cameras because you're going to answer. I'm done. You have a web interface. Mary yeah, Beth has a right. local client. Yours meaning I can change on the server. Everyone gets it within minutes. Mary Beth says... 
oh, guess what? Those same 10,000 users takes a year. We have to push it all out. We have client-based tools, too, though. We have plugins. We have connectors. So we Yeah, come to my talk this afternoon, Paul, and learn all about those And what is that? Is it 4.30 today? 4.15? Excellent. By then, me and Bill will be wet. Oh, sorry. We'll be on It's going to rain. It's going to rain. Well, perhaps someone will invite me to do a webcast about the connectors. Um, and then you can watch it. Uh, it's already been done. Consult in your pocket. We'll be having a webcast soon <laughs> about such topics. Next week. Honestly. <laughs> Actually, the webcast, the Blue Wave webcast on Traveler yesterday, there was, uh, I, I believe, uh, told was over 70 people. Yeah. Um, Excellent. They're all Blue Wave employees. <laughs> all of them called Joe Blogs. Now, there was, uh, there was 70 people um, attending, apparently very positive feedback on the 852 Traveler. But, uh, Excellent. And a lot of yep. people went through it. Warren Ellsmore presented it. Apparently very successful. That was good. Uh, from my point of view, we've got a, we've got a public facing server. We we chucked eight five two on it. It's running S five. It's running Traveler. Um, not a hiccup. I would say that eight five two's now been out for a few weeks. A lot of people like it. It's blessed. I think it's a blessed release. I just don't, I don't want to give it. Like I always end up harping on it, and I don't want to give a mixed message. I think a browser based interface releasing new features and connections is a given because mm. of what you're up against in the social world. The notes client, it's a different piece. You made a really good point, though. If you put stuff out there that's broken, people aren't going to use it. And I will say, to Chris's point earlier, we've had to slow down the rate at which we put... It's it's huge. We've got nine services. Mm -hmm. So we've had to slow that down a bit. We've had to think a little bit more about our user experience and how well that's tied together to get to the point where the users are first time using it, comfortable, and they're not going to have anything that jumps out at them that's going to prevent them from using it in the future. Otherwise, it'll totally kill your adoption. And like it's always Notes' fault anyway. So <clears throat> you can't bring up something that will break Notes. Like if the printer's broken, it's Notes' fault. Mm -hmm. the, it's Notes gets the, the blame for anything. So that's a delicate balance that you can't affect by releasing another feature that looks great on paper, but the, let's say recent contacts, the first implementation of recent contacts read great, but it was slightly not cooked. And But, it, you know, a great concept and a, a great idea. So people hated it. Now, a lot of users wanted it turned off, but even with the fixes in 852, they probably won't turn it off because they won't find out that it's new, you know, that the feature is now fixed in 852 unless they listen to these things or read PL or whatever. And, and then they'll... Just ignore that new tool, that new feature. And that, that's what kills me. I want all the new toys. I just want them in solidly that works. And no company is immune to this. Like people say Apple. There's enough bugs in Apple stuff. You know, like um, look at Ping. You know, like that's that's useless. But the the whole concept is just bringing something out when it's ready and when it's cooked and when it works. You're already the feature list in Notes is ridiculously advanced. There's, there's things in there that users have no clue about. There's things in there I have no clue about. And there's things that you can make, you know, that are just all over that product. That are great little hidden tools. You know, even um, the stationary tool, Nailfile. I use that all the time. People don't know that exists. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and there's loads of just little ancient features in there that are wonderful. And uh, you're, you're so, in some ways, technically so far ahead of the competition and competitive features on the client side. It's I just would love them to, to say, right, let's just trim and clean it up and fix it up a little bit more without without putting you guys, you know, like Mary Beth's guys, under more pressure to roll it more and more and more. I do feel like you have done, Mary Beth and team, a very good job at cleaning. Because I, I started using Notes not that long ago, right? I'm sort of a newer um, IBM employee. These young folks. And, and I came in maybe on version 6, and from version 6 to version 8, I've oh, seen yeah. so much more oh, tightening in terms of, like, I don't have to know what everything is that's an option under the covers. And so I, I think that that's been... Been a big, tremendous move forward. Sorry, sorry. A small golf clap for Mary Beth. Aww. And she and and apps, it, it's been if you if you even look back a couple of years, it's a ridiculous amount of advancement which mm. went came in after years of neglect mm -hmm. and then just it's a, a fantastic onslaught of advancement. And I, I just think some of it is just too much, too quick, and too much pressure on you guys. <laughs> I'm going to take Suzanne with me everywhere now. She keeps adjusting the camera, the angle, <laughs> she, she, everything. Thanks to all this, like Blair Witch, you know, in close right, back, yeah, close back, 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 back,
way to talk about it. You know, it's not just about social networking. You said it's Lotus loves people. We're all about collaboration. You can't collaborate without the people. So um, I think that's a, a great little um, marketing thing to have the whole Lotus Loves People campaign. I'm really enjoying that. So. Excellent. And so moving on, um, the Lotusphere 2011 site went live, if not today, certainly in the last couple of days. So that's yeah. available at lotusphere.com. 141 days, 16 hours, and... Oh, 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 that's it? That's it. Hit them now. Hit them now. It's 60 days to Iowa. Oh, God. 60 yeah. days, 22 hours, 30 minutes, and 37 seconds, to be precise. <laughs> so we no pressure, then. Yeah. You have a sidebar oh. countdown, right? <laughs> so we have um, one of the... At least, are you a track manager? Are you an assistant to a track manager? What? Uh, <laughs> He's the assistant. <laughs> I'm the assistant. Myself and Gab Davis help Christian Hosling on the uh, show and tell track to pick sessions. Um, and Gab already was on your podcast yeah. a few weeks ago, went through a blog post that we did and a podcast we did with Chris. Ugh. I'm trying to give advice on how to write a good abstract and an and offer to help people review it. Um, because a call for abstracts is probably on the way. No one knows if you're getting a session or not. But, you know, we had a long time talking about the, the low level of quality in abstracts being submitted a year on year. But I get to, you know, I get to look at the show and tell track. Now, I never got to do this before. And you, you read once and you just go, this. People submit this thing and they, you know wonder why they don't get picked for a session. And so we try to be a bit constructive to try and help people. But yeah, it's coming up soon. Um, show and tell is, is, is one of the tracks that's back on this year. That will be a, another interesting few months. The workload is immense to try and uh, hurt the people. I'm actually getting a quote from Matt White, the X-Pages guy. He refused to do a show and tell this year because myself and Gab bet him up too much last year. Like It was too much work to actually build a slider. So I'm, I'm trying to get him to quote that. So I can use it when I'm emailing people that have been picked to present to say, well, by all means, this is how hard this is. This, this is a guy now yeah. is refusing. Well, if you won't give me one, having done a show and tell for the last two years yeah. on on widgets in and live text and notes, I can attest to the fact that it is a hell of a lot of work. Mm -hmm. But once it's done, um, it's, it's we have reused it. Yeah. It stands alone. We have had uh, customers um, just take that and do a and invite customers in like we had a Canadian um, sales office who just used our show and tell and invited people in and that was the whole event to bring them in to go through our show and tell which lasted an hour and use that as an event to do training and marketing and everything mm -hmm. because all the materials are there Susan Bullock um, pinged me a while ago to say that she went to a customer site and found the Deos an ID vault show and tell session printed out being used that was their instruction book for how to implement it yeah. and that was, that was great because it's all the content is king and right it's the easiest session at Lotusphere to present because you've done a hell of a lot of work before you get there. Yeah, you have to do it all before what you was get the, there. There was a slide deck on connections, was it two years ago? Yeah. How many Chris, slides? Chris and, and Mitch Cohen did 400 and something slides. 470 slides, so people think it's Yeah, a, Mitch Cohen. You know, so he, he, he basically <laughs> hated us. <laughs> four months after having to do it but they got reused it but since show and tell is back that must mean that you've had positive feedback because the whole purpose is we have to do a screenshot of every single step mm -hmm. so when people walk out of there they have a screenshot of every single step so that they can confidently go home and do this at home it's a teaching track yes it's, it's, it's you you will know the objective is to get from A to B and we and at the very start the first slide is I'm going to show you this to hear picture by picture. Mm -hmm. I use a part of the show and tell track in one of the sessions today, uh, yesterday, and two of my slides are how to create a folder in Windows. Oh. And they're all laughing. I'm going, yep, it's stupid, but I'm going to skip the slide. But if somebody's reading it at home, here's how you go to Windows Explorer, file, new folder, and that's where you're going to put your Deos repository. It sounds ridiculous, but I've seen junior admins love that because they can build a demo environment and test all this stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they get in, if they can make it work first time, they get interested in it. And they, then they want to learn the nuances of the new features and go digging deeper. And if it's quicker or connections, definitely they have to dig deeper. And if I'm Stuart's blog or Synchro Nanny or whatever it is, <laughs> find all the information in there. But I, I do, from having been an admin for a long time and having been a, a, an instructor for a long time, for years, giving someone the ability to do to make it work first time, it's a sales pitch in itself. Because mm -hmm. you know, if they don't make it work, they throw their hands up in the air and go, oh, yeah. it's, it's crap. Uh, same with users when I'm on about features. You know, if it doesn't work, they throw their hands up and you say it's crap. But if it works first time, it, it may not be perfect. But if it works and it installs first time, then they get more interested in it, and then they can start. They'll start digging, and then they want to deploy because they trust it. And 
the stuff that you deploy, I've reused your slide deck for the show and tell track, just handing it to you. And they like that, they love it, because it's an idiot's guide. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to plug the show and tell track yeah. as long as you understand that it's going to be a whole heck of a lot of work. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. So we're inviting you to submit as long as you all understand. It's a lot of work, but once you've done it, it's really useful to reuse. Did you ever get the Rocky Oliver email for the best practice track? Did you get that? Remember the threatening email you used to get from Rocky Oliver? Oh, he was very good at that. He was a scary guy, the email. When I met him, he was a lovely guy. Uh, I'd never met him before, and how I got to present at Lotus Bureau's email bills that can I speak with you? Because it's a great way to get a new speaker in. And um, I got accepted, and I got an email from Rocky Oliver saying, Hey, well done, you've been accepted. Now let me warn you. <laughs> and the warnings, there's a long list of yeah. things, you know, if you screw up, you're, you know, you'll never be asked to present again. If you do something wrong, you'll never be asked. I'll never trust you again. It was great. It was a brilliant email because it scared the hell out of me, so it did its job. So we've all taken part in spheres. We've all sat in the audience. We've all around the table presented sessions as well. But one person stood on the main stage during the OTS. <laughs> Quick, turn that and that's Suzanne. So tell us, Suzanne. <laughs> she got her hands on the... Let go of the camera. Drop the bunny. Drop the bunny. Oh, oh. Say to what's it like being part of the OGS? It's awesome! <laughs> no pressure <Wow>. whatsoever. <laughs> oh, wow. Why did How you have to go there? there? It, it starts now. Um, we start planning now. In fact, I just last week got the email from uh, my, my boss, Heidi, who coordinates the whole demos, all the... You wouldn't believe how much work goes into this. Um, we start now. We start thinking about what are the what's the stories we want to tell? What technology do we want to show? What do we want to highlight? Um, making sure we have the right mix of information that is part of the demonstrations. And as you know, Lotus is somewhat unique in this. We do them all live. And we take out of the two hours of the general session, an hour's worth of it is typically demos. And they're live demos. A lot of other companies do canned demos or videos. And I wish we would do that, but we don't. <laughs> so um, we start putting that environment together fairly soon. And it becomes, um, it becomes a tremendous amount of work. But it is also a tremendous experience because you get to really get, you know, I... I'm in the social software element, so I work a lot with connections and quicker, but it gives me a great opportunity to work with the other product teams and do more than I normally would in my day-to-day -day role. So that part of it's invaluable. She walked out like a presenter at the Emmys last time. Did you see her when they introduced her? We like to bring out Suzanne. And she walked out and was like, uh, right, to her own little podium rose from the audience. Uh, <laughs> so I understand that you, you have a lot of fun picking names of people to use in the demos, yeah? Um, any, any new ideas? Can we pick some names? I, I, any I, I suggestions? Think you so, once, so but, uh, typically, we have like the Frank Adams <laughs> renovations. Right, yeah. People, does Frank need a new admin this year, or does he have like a maybe a colleague that we? Well, need to I mean, choose? I think you should take the nerd girl example uh, and start mixing up because typically the admin's a bloke and the developer might be a bloke or a girl. That's it. So I think you should have a female admin, really. A female admin. Yeah, yeah. Let's right. pick some names. Uh, what? Suzanne, no, no, you can't use your name, of course. Mandy? Yeah, I can. Mandy, Mandy. Oh, that's a good name. I think so. I think it's pretty yeah. universal. It works. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm good with Mandy. That's a classy name. I think so. Yeah. I definitely think so. So we can write your demos for you, I think, Suzanne. Yeah. Just ask Bill, he's got loads of ideas. <laughs> All right. There, there's social, <laughs> social software at its best, you can suggest Browsers. the demos that do you want to do. Do you have a persona that matches that? <laughs> Um, we could work on one, I suppose. I think, you know, an, an admin lady. Uh, just, just a mix-up. Like day. Any any other from the front stage stuff? I mean, because what we see is a very slick thing, but I imagine down the back it's just chaos and people running around with their hair on fire. And... Yeah, so um, <laughs> Reckling, Chris Reckling actually last year posted in his blog, or in a blog, publicly photos of what it looks like back there and it's wires and it's levels of wires and it's lots and lots of equipment and lighting and sound people and it's crazy so if you if you're really interested in seeing backstage he is usually the documentation person yeah. and he'll go and put that his inside lotus blog if you want to go look right? thank you inside can i just big up the the av and sound guys because as a presenter at these things um, usually we get on stage three seconds before we start we're all extremely nervous we're flustered the AV guys are just so professional, especially a, a big shout out to Todd and his crew because they, yeah. they really work hard. Todd Cruson? 
Oh yeah. Oh, Big yeah. Todd, yeah. Yes. He was at that Dina we were at. Remember the infamous Hulu Twin? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was good fun. Yeah. yeah. He, he had to um he had to restrain an ex KGB agent. Stuart, Stuart's going, get us out. <laughs> Let me get out of this hole. So um, so as usual, when we come to the end of our news topics, we move on to we're, wait, we're over? Hey. We're kind of short. We have another hour of useless crap. <laughs> In fact, Paul's very short. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> on, we, we, we almost got an hour of eating slag about my life. That was good. We'll do one more news topic. Google Instant. Anybody got any feeling for Google Instant? Anybody see that yesterday? Yeah. You guys didn't read your feeds yesterday? Bad news for small companies. What? How does that work? I, I, I just think the whole instant... Sometimes I, I I was I, I read an opinionated blog on on BBC and a few things and I for once agreed with them. You know when you're typing it in like the as you're typing in the first few letters and we are in we're in the soundbite culture of this size. It's the shortest piece of information. They type in a few letters and the first few things appear and you click in the first few things instead of typing in a full Google search and getting all the answers and, and clicking through. I don't think. Horrible news for small companies, but I just think that the higher you are on the currently on the Google list, probably it's going to be more to your favor. So you can be a small company with a great presence online. Like there's loads of them. El Guji being an example, yeah. you know. Like, yeah. but it, it's it's people that know how to manipulate the social architecture and social web. Yeah, it, it will work. For well, it's it's based also on insight, though. They're common search terms, so it's based a lot on insight. But did you see their stats? This is the the funny part. The stats. Which mean nothing to us in a whole day. Before Google Instant was out, it took the normal user uh, more than nine seconds to enter a search term. Nine seconds of your life, mm -hmm. right, to enter a search term. But some took up to 30 to 90. Well, now they're going to save you two to five seconds per search by using the Instant. The funny part is they say globally that's going to save 3.5 billion seconds a day. <laughs> Google's not saving seconds in essence, right? They say they're saving your time per day, but if they're saving you three seconds a day, is that really going to make a difference without eliminating, like you said, you know, parts of the search stuff? It's, it's, it's what is now become a, a new feature will in two weeks time be the norm. You know, it, it's, it, it, they're making a great announcement about just like an well, improved, improved search. Rankings aren't changed. No. It's just actually when you start typing in the bar, yes. what your result is. But it'll be, it'll be out in Bing. You know, yeah. they'll all release it now because it's out. Yeah. You have a connection search, I'm sure, in a week. You're releasing out as a new feature now? <laughs> Correct. I think that'll be uh, something you can... And you know what? Because you're fine, you can take that away. Well, we would, except you don't want any new features. That's good. Ah. That's good. Yeah, don't do it. Don't good shot. Ouch. Wow. Saucer of milk from here, so, um, so, as we always finish these podcasts, we move on to a tip from each of our guests, which this time around, they haven't been uh, given too much warning of this. So, let me start, and then we'll Suzanne, move on. Suzanne's table. first. Suzanne's first. <laughs> Suzanne, give us a tip. Wow. <laughs> could that be a beach inspection. Something a connection. About. Could Come be on. something people go and have a look at on an IBM site. Perhaps. Okay, um, here's a tip. Go to greenhouse.lotus.com. And if you don't have a profile, set one up. And if you want to learn all of the latest and greatest stuff that's in Connections, uh, that is the best place for you to go and check it out right now. How's that for the table. That was great. That was great. I think Chris. we're totally done at that point in time. Uh, mine will be easy enough. Come see Mary Beth present live on a webcast. Ask her questions from anywhere in the world. But somewhere in the next... We could do it some of the next sure. three, four weeks, three weeks sure. or so. We'll do it. Uh, so it'll be some Wednesday morning, and we'll put it up on Consultant in Your Pocket. Uh, we stream it live. Uh, she does the webcast live, questions live, everything else we want to do. But from this note, I can say um, I made a joke earlier. NLUG has been, I want to clarify, an amazing event. The, uh, the opening was a little different. We were worried about the rain at first when we went out because everyone needs to understand. Look at the pictures on Flickr that we sat down and faced actually the pitch. Mm. The field was there under the glow lights you know, for yeah. growing the grass. But we had the whole stadium, for, and they put it on the giant screens at both ends as well as on uh, plasmas. But the event's been well-run, well-organized. They're very funny about you finishing on time. <laughs> here, here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, basically, they sit in your room and hold up signs. I've never had a one-minute sign. <laughs> I've had five, and I've had stop, but never one minute. More than size, but uh, the vendor area, everything else has been very well organized. And the speaker event last night for the speakers, like, mm -hmm. we want to commend mm -hmm. uh, them for putting that on. That was very nice. Thank you. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, booth. Absolutely. But, Golf yeah. up. Golf up. 
for an amazing for an amazing event. But otherwise, no. Um, getting involved and watching a lot of the stuff is the slides are up. They're starting to show up from sessions. Uh, Paul's stuff is not anywhere online that we know of, it will, it will but be. it will be. No, I'm saying it will be. Yeah. But a lot of stuff's going to be online. So the tip would be Didn't to mention the hashtag as well. Uh, NL Lung was the hashtag. But go to the blogs and read. And I'm already seeing some of the speakers' uh, slides show up. So you get a lot of the content there without everything. And uh, did anybody else take their event? Take your sessions? Oh, no, 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 no. no. I, I've got to strip out the, the profanity. Yeah, yeah, the, oh, okay, can I point out that Paul presented from behind the bar? Yes, Paul was behind the bar. So I'll pass it to Mr. Mooney, but that reminds us look for the presentations online shortly. And Paul, just before you start, you did your 60-minute admin blast session in 45 yesterday? Yeah, yeah, and I looked like I did it in 45 minutes <laughs> at the end as well. And you, you have to finish it in 45 minutes. I had 67 tips in the presentation day. It, 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 it was, they were appreciated and they understood. I said, look, don't take notes. The content's there. Let's just go see how many you did. But it was great and it was a, it was a well-run session. It was, uh, like they, it's organized very well logistically. This mm. thing has run as smooth as you can have it mm. run. So it's good. Excellent. What's your tip, Paul? Um, do you want tech tip or non-tech tip? It doesn't matter. Make it up. Make it up. Okay. What um, processes is it? Well, well, don't uh, ride you, your bike. If you are going to share a room with Bill Buchan, <laughs> you need two things: one, earplugs; two, beer. Lots and lots of beer. Can I point out that I've slept with two people this week around this table, and it was Chris and Paul. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh God! Oh, um, if you're if you're gonna do it, like he he was snoring so loud in the boat, it was changing direction. They thought they hit a foghorn. It was, uh, it, it, was, it was unpleasant. Technical tips. Um, the one thing I noticed in Admin Blast, but I usually ask, ask people, do you know this? Um, I talk about internet password lockouts. It's a little notes feature that mm-hmm. sets up automatic lockouts of passwords. Only two people in the room are using it. Yeah. I turn it on and just wait for people to call and don't tell them it's on. Yeah, yeah, but they just didn't know what was there. They never call. They're too embarrassed to call. We have, we have users at the knock that will never call us because they're too embarrassed to say they lock themselves out of their own web access. It, it, it's... it's, it's you know, it's a good little security tip, and it's it's a five minute deployment. Yep. It's a yeah, simple tool. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's nice. So there's what it, the how to do it will be in the admin blast deck as well. Very simple. Yeah. And Mary Beth, what's your tip? Uh, one tip: if you are using the Notes client eight point five point two, we added a little feature uh, that will appeal to the former Outlook users, and I hope that there are increasing numbers of former Outlook users who are being brought in to use Notes eight point five point two. And one of the things that the former Outlook users ask for is the ability to take a mail message and drag it to the desktop and save it as a .eml file. Outlook users are used to doing that. They can now do that with Holy their notes mail, and and they seem to be quite pleased. Score! That's Wow! And it's a setting the users have to set. Then no, so does that kick in the first time? Uh, the first time you drag and drop it, you get a little dialogue that asks, "Do you want to keep it as a shortcut, which it's been since like notes four about six, or do you want to save it as an EML file?" And whatever your choice is, we tell you it sets a preference that you can go back in preferences. Mother of oh, Christ, Mary Beth Raven, it even works on a Mac. Wow! Excellent. That's been long overdue. And, and it Thank copies you. it out. It doesn't even remove it. That's oh, smart. Is this Paul? Well, you know, I designed it, Paul. Is this Paul? Is this Paul saying he likes a new feature? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. An order of hat for Mr. Mooney to go, please. Yes. I'll eat as many hats as I like, as long as if it comes out and it works. And what are you going to do with it? Me? I'm going to just crap about it. It'll be great. The users love that type of thing because they'll drag emails into folders and file servers and stuff like that because they want to keep that email in this folder where they kept all their documents about a project. Yeah, exactly. Instead of an activity? Yeah, instead yeah. of an activity. Yeah. yeah, if they're not, you know, not everybody. Not everybody yet has connections. Suzanne hasn't. Yeah, this is this is a temporary workaround until they deploy connections. <laughs> until, until global domination by Suzanne is finished, this is how we're. Now, does it associate EML with notes? Yeah, yeah, that's how so it's like. When you click, it opens. No, up. it opens notes. I'm saying, but your yeah. file system understands that. Does notes assign itself to emails? It's right. Yeah, it's it's done. It's worked. Yeah. Just do it. Just do now, it. We like this tip. Yeah. Hey, basically, it's. Well, it's the association is right on the Mac. I would, if you drag it in, your your association is driven by the client. Right. So if your registry is correct and this is a default mail client, your notes client will open any email no matter where it is. It's That's just worked. Good. It's just worked. It's all worked. Mary Beth, I am. You're a god. Wow. Well done. Thank you. That's a, that's awesome. 
Okay, we'll all right, it. you're very okay. welcome. Screw archiving. Okay. Drag all your mail to the Windows <laughs> home server. Absolutely. If you have a home directory now in Windows, drag all your mail there. Because I can do, to do it every week as well. What about attachments? Oh. Well, I'm asking. I assume. I, I don't know. Attachments. Drag one with an attachment. We're testing her live. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I think, right, let's just move along and I'll test it I, and we'll come back. Yeah. I am going to make up for my sins this week. Well, my snooting. Which one? By giving you two tips one for the admins and one for the devs. Admins, did you know that you can configure single sign on on ED Domino websites by using the WebSphere plugin that's been available from R6 or so? It's a pig to set up. (laughs) Warren Ellsmore has got a fantastic piece on how to set up. We use it at this big client, we've been using it steady as rock. 18 months or so. All you have to do is drop the guy's AD account name on the full name field somewhere on his personal document. It correctly associates them as a dominant user. If they're using Internet Explorer, yeah, it'll automatically log him in using their AD credentials. It's absolutely fantastic. It's free. It's in the product. It's been there since R6. Go play with it. It's really cool. That should keep the admins happy, right? Michael Blind. Devs. The dragging and attachment is email. It worked. Yeah. Yes. Secondly, for devs, I, I keep asking this question when I do any sort of session. How many people out there use agent profiling? It's been in the product since R7. Now, basically, on the agent properties, under the web services property page, there's a little checkbox in the second bit. All the admins are falling asleep. Saying profile this agent. Like, what was it? <sighs> yeah, next time the agent runs it, will then write a profile document <laughs> with all the timings of all the calls you do in notes. So all of a sudden, you can take the web services and your agents, I, I, and you I, can actually see not even, where the not even using time. real words. Okay. <laughs> now, I've got a... Speaking in Dutch. I have a database. <laughs> I have a database on my website. I've sent to you at the link that basically allows you to collect all of those profile documents. Yeah, using... Uh, Remember Trigger Happy? Damien Katz is Trigger Happy. It will then collect all the profile documents from all the different uh, agent runs and all the servers such that you can see how long that agent took over the last two weeks worth of runs. Yeah, invaluable, invaluable debugging information. I've had that running in a dev server for over six months. No stability issues. It does mean, you know, we can actually see, oh, that time that agent took far longer. Why is that? Yeah? Because normally when they, when you put agents out, you just fire and forget them, right, Paul? That's what you admins do. No, we, we, we usually monitor them closely and make sure that they... <laughs> uh, and Your nose is growing. <laughs> <laughs> so two tips. Uh, single sign-on AD onto IIS using the plugin. Fantastic. Agent profiling, please use it. And if you need more information than that, then go to Team Studio. They have an agent profiler. It will cost you money, but it's worth its weight in gold. There you are, two tips. Wonderful. Thank you, Bill. And lastly, I have a quicker tip that probably I should have used last week, which is um, something I was asked about yesterday, actually in my connection session, which is how do you theme um, quicker to look the same as connections, particularly the My Places and the use of statistics pages. It's very easy to create a custom place type in quicker, um, but the problem is that's linked just then just to the places that have that place type. There's some extension JS files that allow you to call your own custom CSS in Quicker 8.2 and 8.1, which allow you to completely theme across the whole of Quicker. So instead of you having to theme your individual places or place types, you can theme the whole thing, make it look just like um, your connections theme, and make it um, really seamless across the board. So I will put that in a blog post on the Quicker blog later on today to make sure you've got those details. It'd be great if Suzanne would just whip that out of the product and you could just grab those files. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> so uh, once more around the table uh, how do people find you how do people uh, get hold of your websites your Twitter uh, and so on Bill why don't you start us off well um, I've always run a blog at billbachan.com I'm really sorry for anybody else out there called Bill Buchan, but I still look nah, nah. Um so you can always send me a mail bill at billbachan.com uh, the company website is H-E-D-S-L stands for Highly Advanced Design Software Limited no it, it doesn't. doesn't no it doesn't yes it does I thought it was just H-E-D-S-L dot com fantastic uh, we do Belgium lazy work. management stuff um, I was on Twitter for a long time as U235 I've kind of given up so I was spending over an hour and a half a day on Twitter and I thought honestly I need a life uh, so billabellbuchan.com I've got a mobile phone um, I'm on Skype as well as, as my Sunday name you can have to figure that out you're right back. <laughs> okay, Mary Beth Raven. Um, I work for IBM. You can get me at mraven at us.ibm.com. Please do follow my notes design blog at www.notesdesignblog.com. And 
I'm Mary Beth Raven everywhere on Twitter, on Skype, all one word, Mary Beth Raven. All right. Who? Uh, pmooney.net. Um, up there, there's a link to everybody to contact me, but typically on Twitter, it's pmooneynet, and Skype, it's pmooneynet. LinkedIn, it's pmooneynet, and Facebook, it's pmooneynet. I'm not as bad as Miller, but um, I'm, I, I'm reasonably contactable. I work for Blue Wave Technology based in the UK. Chris? I do notes. Everywhere, everything, every system. And uh, Stuart even made the joke yesterday, even ones that aren't invented yet. Yes. So just look for I do notes and you can find me on any of them. Your turn, Suzanne. Are you on any of the public sites? Yeah, so I'm not as easy as these guys. I have a bazillion different names. <laughs> no one's so. as easy as Bill. More. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to get to my work blog, which I do with a bunch of other people from oh, my team, and we yeah. often bring in guest speaker or guest bloggers, oh, it's yeah. synch dot dot us. And if you don't like the name, we're taking suggestions for new names as well. Mandy. Monday. <laughs> um, you oh can find US. me on Twitter at, at Manassian, M like Mary, I, M like Nancy, uh, A, S like Sam, uh, S like Sam, N like Nancy. And if you don't want to remember all of that stuff, simply go to Techmoda, T-E-K-M-O-D-A, where I aggregated everything that I put everywhere. So that's a She could have started with Techmoda. Yeah, but there's a lot of other stuff in there you probably don't want. Excellent. Nice. And lastly, I'm Stuart McIntyre. My company's Collaboration Matters. You can find me on Twitter as Stuart McIntyre, all one word, um, and various other places under that name as well. So thank you to everybody. We want, we, we want to call uh, Darren a slacker for not getting up at approximately yeah. um, you know, four uh, in the morning. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. No. <laughs> Just a slacker all the way around. Excellent. So thank you to everybody for taking part. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this episode somewhat more careful than, than usual, but I um, hope you've enjoyed the content. Um, and we will be back next week on Friday. So till then, uh, bye from Manila. Golf club for Stuart. Yay! All opinions expressed during this podcast are those of the participants only and do not necessarily represent those of their employer. stop. Oh. <laughs> that was too easy. <laughs> now we'll stop. Oh my life. So I hope